You are listening to Sister Speak Life with your host, Marlene Paul. Imagine yourself being a jar. And when you wake up in the morning, your jar is empty. But when you say those affirmations over yourself, you're slowly filling yourself up to be able to go and take on your day. Welcome back to the show. In today's episode, I got to speak to a wonderful young woman. And what we talked about truly blessed and encouraged my soul. And I hope it will bless and encourage your soul also. So get ready to hear from her. Her name is Katura. She is the leader of this wonderful ministry, and she will be telling you so much more about it. I will come back on towards the end, and I'm going to share my takeaways on what she talked about. So get ready and be prepared to hear this wonderful woman of God. Just taking things one day at a time. What were you up to today? I woke up, I prayed, and then my dad was hungry, so I had to go cook him something really quick. And I was like, I gotta hurry up and whip up something. <laughs> That's the Haitian culture. Oh, like they yes. look at us like, oh, you're not gonna cook? I'm like, you guys know how to cook. Exactly. I bet you if you leave them for a week in the house, <laughs> they'll be able to cook everything. <laughs> right. So true. You know, that's so true. So we haven't started yet. (laughs) I'm just like, just getting warmed up. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. let me know when you're ready. You ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. So I'm just going to have you start telling about yourself Mm -hmm. and your ministry, your goals and your vision. You know, what's your name? (laughs) I have an organization called Faithful Is She. And pretty much the definition behind Faithful Is She, what the movement is about, is about, you know, women and men coming together to be able to be faithful to God. So, like, no matter what circumstances you are in, no matter what you encounter in life, you always run back to God no matter what. So, to remain faithful to Him, no matter, you know, if the world is falling apart around you, you still choose to remain faithful to God. Yeah, that's so good. That's good. So, what made you start this ministry? I feel like I went through a season of wilderness myself. There was, in 2015, there was a time where my sister, she invited me to a prayer. Mm -hmm. So it was a small prayer. And in that prayer, I was just like, God, please have your way with me. Mm -hmm. So literally, and the ministry itself was a very prophetic ministry. So, you know, they had a lot of prophets and things like that who will prophesy and just let Holy Spirit have their way Mm -hmm. in that setting. God pretty much, like, I had visions of me, like, and who he wanted me to become. So, like, his purpose for my life. And literally, I saw myself in meetings. I saw myself writing books. I saw myself encouraging women. I saw myself being able to be a mentor, being able to counsel people, being able to say, you know, help God do whatever he needs to do in people's lives. And it was like, I was so happy. Like, I saw the family that I wanted. I saw the businesses that I wanted, everything that my heart desired, just with God's will on top of it, I saw there. 
And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. Just by me saying, God, please have your way. I was able to truly see what God's purpose was for my life. And from that day, I was never the same. I just kept praying. I kept seeking God more, developing my relationship with God. And, you know, I just remained faithful to God no matter what my circumstances was. So that's where faithful that she came from as well. I just, where, when I was in my season of wilderness, all I knew was, was God. And yes, I grew up in church. I grew up in a Haitian church (laughs) that my parents went to. (laughs) But the church never really, like help me I'm not gonna say never help me develop a relationship with God but you know as you're youth you're you're participate participating in choir extracurricular activities and you know sometimes you're going to church but you're going to church for friends and things like that you're not necessarily going to be fed off what God places in you mm-hmm. or to do with God so you know I was young like that but in 2015 when I went to that prayer I, like, I encountered God in a new way and it was refreshing mm-hmm. renewing to the point where I wanted to see God for myself, not because my parents were telling me to, or not because other people were telling me to. No, that's so true, and, and it's like you're resonating with me, because that's kind of what my experience was. Thank you, God, for the foundation that I had in the Haitian church, but mm-hmm. I know that my growth came elsewhere, and God was pushing me to more, so it's like the same way, like you're pushing me to more, to just more than friends, it's more just to serve God for himself. So yes. that's, that is a really good thing. So, you know, to just go on that, it's so weird that we had like the same <laughs> experience. God is so funny mm-hmm. in that case. So what are you focusing on this week with everything that's going on? You know, what are you focusing on this week? So this week, I, I would say I'm kind of shocked too, because in the beginning of quarantine, I was like, go from the job that I had. Mind you, I started a new job. I was only working there for three weeks. Wow. And I let go during the quarantine. So I do human resources at hotels. So my the degree that I have is in hospitality and tourism. So I've always been in human resources. So I got let go. And throughout the quarantine, I was just like, God, there has to be more than working for somebody. I can't just get hired and let go just like that as if mm-hmm. I'm a number matter. So I've been praying and I've been asking God, like, you know, what businesses can I start up? What can I do so that I can have several streams of income? Mm-hmm. And I've been working on this idea because I, I love doing hair. I love mm-hmm. being in beauty and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start up doing hair and stuff like that. You know, specifically customizing, like, wig units and stuff for women. And I want to be able to encourage them through Christ through that as well to let them know that they're beautiful with their natural hair or with if they get a wig or however they want to do their hair. So I've got samples from vendors and stuff like that. So exciting. Um, And then I also got a call back from my job as well asking me if I would like to start soon. So I'm like, God, (laughs) I'm over here balance everything i'm trying to start up my business and now i'm getting called back to go to work so yeah i've just been trying to figure out if i want to go back or not praying you know mm-hmm. for god to leave if that's still his will for me to go back to that place or whether i should just you know full force and walk by faith and do this business thing yeah i'm with you right there so as a teacher i am thankful for the summer mm-hmm. but i'm thinking okay we are almost through june going through the july i don't want <laughs> looking forward to right. going back and teaching full-time mm-hmm. well, teaching public school full-time i love teaching 
the word of God and doing ministry and doing this. It's just, just going back and being subject to somebody else, time right. and schedule. Yes. It's, it's like, like, Lord, you said this was my last year teaching. <laughs> so <laughs> let this be my last year teaching and show me how to transition yes. out of it without having to affect no, no, Mary. When you marry, it's not only you. It's you and whoever else you're married to. So, right. okay, so single, you can say, okay, I'm not going to work. <laughs> but you still have bills to pay. Right. So you just need to see, okay, God, what, you know, what is he telling you? And be um, listening to him. I think, I, I, I feel like there's a lot of people who are in leadership now. They're just trying to listen more to the word of God to mm-hmm. see what they're what the next step is. So uh, I'm encouraged about that. I can see it. Don't worry about it. Even if, even if God say go back for a season, Mm -hmm. just to get the finance that's situated, you just trust him. Just listen to him. He, he got you. He got your back. Especially (laughs) when you realize a time constraint too, it's like when you go to work, you're there for so long. And you're not doing what you want to do. Exactly. You're fulfilling somebody else's purpose. And it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of liked the quarantine a little bit when I was teaching. Like I teach from home. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. They, are you teaching? Like, yeah, I'm teaching from, they told us our office hours were from like 10 to 1. My office hours were 10 to 1. And the rest of the day, I was working on ministry. So mm-hmm. I felt like if my kids were, if other students wanted help, I would see if I have them, I would help them. But mm-hmm. 10 to 1, I try to make sure I get everything done so I can get back to doing what I really want to do. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, God, it was a kind of blessing in this, this uh, in disguise, mm-hmm. just to be able to be home, and just to be able to work and do ministry at the same time. Because that's, when you're at school, you can't be on your phone surfing and you know looking mm-hmm. for ministry stuff and you know typing a book. <laughs> I'm trying to write things down. Be like, God, what you said? Trying to do your research on the side. <laughs> that happened to me, especially when we had we had like the testing. When they had the the FCAT testing or the FSA testing, I used to do FCAT, FSA testing for Florida, they mm-hmm. would say you can't have any you know electronics out or any books or anything like that. So you're allowed to have post-it notes and you know take notes of what the kids are doing. But so I'd have my post-it notes. But if I hear a word from God, I'll write it down and I walk in the room and I start praying. I'm like okay, oh. that will work. <laughs> so that's, so by the time the testing is done. I have a bunch of post-it notes of different. Oh wow! <laughs> different things. My husband like, and I, if you look at my wall, there's like so much post-it notes. This is like, let me show you. I, in my vision board, and then uh, my post-it note is like up there. So every time I have like little ideas, I, I love post-it notes. That's like my. I think they need to sponsor me. Aww. <laughs> sponsor- every single day. What? They're reminders too. Yeah, I don't even put, I don't, I don't only put like reminders, but I put like, like little um, quotes, phrase and stuff like that. So I put, you know, go on walks, you know, instead of saying, oh, man, while I'm doing this, I, I just say, I get to do this. So I change my phrasing. So just little things to remind me of what God has been spoken to me because we, we forget we're yes. sheep. We forget. <laughs> so share some highlights from this week. The fact that I got my samples, that was very exciting because it came up as expected. (laughs) Okay. So that was good. What else? I love the fact when I get to go work out every morning, I feel like it's like a breath of fresh air. So like Mm -hmm. every morning, 
try to go outside and work out and, you know, get that fresh air because working out for me is more mental than anything else physical. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like it helps me brainstorm and just, you know, breathe in and breathe out. You do that consistently working out? Every other day. At least okay. I try. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I was saying, I'm just, this week I was trying to get my workout in. But this mm. quarantine is not helping my workout regimen because I used to go every other day, like you know, go to LA Fitness and mm-hmm. have that accountability. I need a trainer. That's why I didn't, that's why I had the trainer because I know yeah. I need that accountability <laughs> to get, get a me. Part- mm-hmm. Try to get a partner to um have you accountable. Yeah, my partner was my husband while we go <laughs> walking. <laughs> well, this week the good thing is we we walked twice. So it's not over. And it was raining yesterday. So hopefully tonight it doesn't rain so I can go get some, a walk today. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we walk, I, I try to get my steps in. So I said, at least get my steps in. And I have the weights and stuff here. I should probably, you know, do the, the squats and okay. <laughs> lunges and stuff like that. Because I know when I come back to the gym with a train, I should be like, you let yourself go. Bye. <laughs> So what scripture have you been standing on during this time of quarantine or scriptures? Scriptures, I would say Jeremiah 29 and 11. Mm-hmm. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans mm-hmm. to give you hope in the future. And Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, be strong, good courage, do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. How how has that been helping you? For Jeremiah, I would say with all the chaos that's going on, especially with 2020, everybody keep trying to throw 2020 away. And I'm like, you guys know we got to hold down. We have to walk by and know that 2020 is going to turn around. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know, things will happen in every single month, but it's like we have to have faith that everything is going to turn around and hopefully get better. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, you know, like narcissistic or very small minded and think that it's just going to continue to get worse. I want to be, you know, optimistic and hope for a better future. Yeah. You know, scripture says God plans are to prosper us, not to harm us. So we got to hold on tight. <laughs> we have to be courageous and, you know, strengthen ourselves in God as well, not to give up, but to continue to keep pushing and pressing and knowing that God has created a path for us where, you know, he will see us be successful and prosper at whatever he calls us to. Yeah, that's good. I yeah. like that, you know. So I was like, okay. So what has God been speaking to you? Like with all this, you know, the COVID, the quarantine, the Black Lives Movement, and just everything that's coming along, what has God been speaking directly to your heart? Just to be peace pretty much to be at peace I would say and then to be the peacemaker for the people around me so to pretty much impact the people that I do have an impact on with peace and just let them know like everything's gonna be okay like everybody they joke about like throwing 2020 away like I was just saying but I'm like oh like you know hold on God is where your help comes from your help comes from the Lord and it's like I'm working on like you know, being positive. Everybody always knows me as a positive friend. If you need prayer, call couture. Whatever, if you need good advice, call couture. If you need, you know, accountability, call couture. She's always positive. And yeah, I just feel like my goal right now is to just be able to be that peace. And I realized that too, 
not too long ago because I also am a chaplain for my ministry, Women of Worship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that ministry, you know, we work with multiple women. And one of the women, she called me and she was like, I just need some peace. And she just started telling me what she was going through. And I was just able to talk to her by the end of the, by the end of the conversation. She was like, I got exactly what I was looking for. You gave me the peace that I was searching for. And then as well as last week, I went to my mentor's house and she just gave me a long, tight hug. And she was like, the Lord told me to hug you because once I hug you, then I will get peace. And I was like, wow, God, you really showed me <laughs> that I'm really oh, spreading peace out here in the world. If I need a little, you know, encouragement, I'm going to call Katura now and I'll have your number lock and set. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. So that is very important to step that peace that surpass understanding. You know, when mm-hmm. and I know you said that people are trying to throw away 2020 away. I know we began with oh 2020 vision, you know, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, we're gonna see the vision of God, but you know, it might be more of revealing God's vision and unveiling. Right. So it's a lot of it has been a lot of unveiling and revealing of, yes. of things that were hidden. And that I feel like it takes people to shift their perspectives to really see it as that. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, the world is falling on their shoulders or everything is crumbling, but it's like, is it really crumbling or God is just really opening our eyes of things that, were, you know, right in front of us, but we never really saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's so true. That. Yeah. And then that's good that, you know, as believers, we have to stay firm in mm-hmm. what God has called us to do. So yeah, he gave you a vision, revisit yeah. that vision. <laughs> And do it, you know, one of my friends were talking about having a revision to the vision that God has given you, you know, so even tomorrow I'm doing another vision board makeup session for those who didn't make the last one I had virtually. Oh, wow. So, so I had two ladies, you know, um, going to be, um, joining and mm-hmm. it's like, no, it's not too late to do your vision board. Right. <laughs> it's never too late. Cause God is always it's speaking. Not- yeah. <laughs> He's not quiet. If we did our vision boards in January, God was like, nope, that's not the vision. I'm going to give you a new vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and I know I was praying for my vision. I know I started my vision with you guys in January. And I didn't finish it until like mid-February. I finished it for, in February for my, my vision board and part mm-hmm. of my vision board retreat. But I'm going through it and God said, okay, because usually when I do my vision board, I'm more focusing on what God is saying. So I'm, and I'm, like, I'm looking at my vision and saying, Lord, how, does, how is that relevant? So that's why when you have it up, God will be like, okay, now this is how I want you to attack this ministry. This is how I want you to attack this ministry. So revisit this. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, even though this podcast, I had a whole totally different name for it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then God said, no, that's not what I want you to to to, to, to um, name it. And I just let God lead. So that's the good thing about listening to God's vision. So yeah. we have a lot of, the whole purpose of this podcast is like to encourage women in leadership. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and when I say women in leadership, it doesn't have to necessarily be ministry. And mm-hmm. I guess everybody had a call in your life, but if you had that drive in your you are um, ministering to other people, whether it be your children, your husband, we're all called to lead, <laughs> you know, and we're all called to the ministry of reconciliation towards others. What would you say the importance of women speaking life over themselves is in your perspective for, I know we're part of the same generation, but a little bit younger than me, I'm in the older mm-hmm. spectrum. 
of the generation. So how, what would be the importance of speaking life over yourself as women? I'll say the importance is like a constant reminder as well. Yeah, it's a constant reminder to let you know who you are and who God created you to be. So I, I feel like every single day, imagine yourself being a jar. And when you wake up in the morning, your jar is empty. But when you say those affirmations over yourself, you're slowly filling yourself up to be able to go and take on your day. So, like, you never know what, you know, can happen within the day. But once you, you know, you look in the mirror, you say your affirmations, I feel like you confidence over yourself you speak peace over yourself you speak love over yourself that no matter what you encounter throughout the day it prepares you it gives you a mind to you know be consistent and push forth no matter what happens mm, that's good that's good so have you encountered any challenging about speaking life over yourself challenges over speaking life over yourself oh no i'm queen of affirmations i love affirmations i sit there in the mirror and tell myself what it is until you know sometimes it's hard for you to believe certain things, so you have to continuously speak it over yourself. And then as well, they always say that if you say something for 20, well, if you try to learn a new habit and you do it 21 days straight, then it will become a great habit. So, you know, I try to continuously do it over and over again until I believe it. So I'm a millionaire in Jesus' name. I would get there in Jesus' name. Like, whatever I want, I'm going to speak it. Because sometimes you don't believe it for yourself. But as you speak it every single day, it deposits in you and it starts growing. So. Yeah. And now when you say that 21-day um, research, I know my friend now, she said there is uh, another research, research that's out that says 60 days or 66 days to triple that. Okay. <laughs> of how much time to be more ingrained you build mm -hmm. that habit but more ingrained into yeah. your life so imagine doing something for like uh, two and a half months or two months yeah mm -hmm. you know, that's a long time to do it so you get it, like, i feel like it's as well too because you know at times we doubt ourselves or question ourselves or if the enemy tries to attack you too so it's important to speak affirmations to be able to fight against those thoughts or mm -hmm. you know they battle with like I know a lot of people battle with mind battles or doubt or confusion and things like that so be, to be able to settle all of that it's important to speak affirmation yeah it is important to speak affirmation so what affirmation that you personally speak over yourself that you know you want to share with us oh the list goes on and on especially at this time and I try to do it through the promises of God like, I will live and not die. I step on the enemy's head. I am victorious. I am more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am loved. I am the apple of God's eye. I am a daughter to the most high God. I will be great. My businesses will be great. My family will be great. I am favored. Doors will be open to me. The list goes on and on. <laughs> wow. So you see that every morning or like it's throughout the week or just... I would say throughout the week, mm -hmm. yeah, whenever I have a chance to really soak into like my prayer time. Mm -hmm. So what some practical advice, because as leaders, we are always pouring into others. And sometimes as women, we don't get poured into. That's why there's a lot of burnouts. There's a lot of burnouts. And, and we don't, you know, we have people who just don't stay in the ministry. You know, right. and that not that doesn't go in for women, but it goes for men also. But as women leaders, and you know, I'm finding it very hard to encourage other women leaders because everybody expects you to have it all together. Mm -hmm. You know, because you're the leader. So, what practical advice you can give to someone, you know, about 
uh, speaking affirmation over yourself as a leader? I would say be honest with yourself because a lot of times people they know like they battle certain things that they try to run away from it like they put it under a rug instead of actually dealing with it head on especially like I feel like when I was in my wilderness what I did was I looked myself in the mirror from every single flaw that I had to bad habits that I had to things I know that didn't please God you know, to whatever was sinful in my nature, you have to face it head on. Whatever it is, speak affirmations against that. Um, whatever it is, pray against it and take and say, God, help me grow from this. Help me not be like this anymore. God, renew my mind, change my thinking, change my thinking to be set on things above part of you. I feel like a lot of times, especially leaders, they don't want to confess that they deal with certain things because mm-hmm. they're they feel like so much eyes are on them. But it's like at the end of the day, we are all not perfect. We are not perfect at all. We all have that. We all have patience. We all have times where we fall down. So it's important to, you know, deal with that stuff. Deal with the innermost parts of you that nobody sees. Mm-hmm. And I, even for you know people who look up to people to leaders in their life, you know, reach out to them. Ask them, is everything okay? How can I be there for you? Do you need me to just listen? Because a lot of times people, leaders don't have somebody for them, you know, to express themselves to. And oh, sometimes people just need somebody to listen to. I'll sit there and listen to all your problems. And you'd be like, oh, thank you, Jesus. I got it all out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you to let it all out. But yeah, I would say look yourself in the mirror and truly deal with the challenges that you battle. Mm. I like the part, look yourself in the mirror oh my gosh that is powerful right there girl and that so so what does your support system look like as a leader i know you mentioned your mentor but what else well, who else is your in your, your circle my family my family's has been a huge support system mm-hmm. they are so amazing and i thank god you know all of us are saved so they're able to speak life into me um whatever ideas i may have we encourage each other and you know we help each other push past be like they'll be like a tour I haven't seen a video or I haven't seen a blog and things like what's going on we need to talk about it why are you not posting so like my family really has been getting on me because I know recently I've not been posting and then as well as having great accountability so I do have great accountability especially with the ministry that I'm in I have you know I make sure to always humble myself and be meek enough to say, hey, what do you think I'm doing wrong in this case? Or what do you think I'm doing? You know, how can I do some certain things better in certain areas? So I feel like, you know, it's just, you have to be humble enough to be able to receive constructive criticism, learn from it, and things like that. But yeah, I feel like I'm going on it right now. <laughs> no, that's fine. You know, the reason why I ask that is because I'm very big on having that support system. Mm-hmm. And that's like what, what one of the reasons why I formed Rosa's Alpha Omega, because as a leader, I see other leaders always, you know, having no one to connect to. Right. At first, I when I first formed Rosa's Alpha Omega, I didn't know who was what God, who he wanted, who my target audience it was. And mm-hmm. when he, like lately, he's been saying your target, uh, your target audience are other leaders, mm-hmm. because they need a safe space to come and just be themselves, let their hair down. And be poured into. So even when I did the balance conference the first time, I don't think I'm gonna I have to get everybody to come. Mm-hmm. And God said, You don't need everybody to come. You need those leaders who are tired and mm-hmm. come and just retreat. Because the last one I did, I think was the best one. I spent less money. 
and they were two women leaders. They came and they're like, everything is free. I'm like everything is free. And the first time we just did like spa night. Mm-hmm. And to see how relaxed they were because they didn't get anybody to pour into them. They're always giving. And mm-hmm. they just need that space for someone to give to them. And we fed them. Not only, they thought we were going to come and minister and pray all night. We were not coming to minister and pray all night. Mm-hmm. We were just coming in just to be a loving support for them and just encourage their soul. Mm-hmm. So, and through that, God said, you see who, I'm, who I want you to, to target? This is who I want you to target. Not everybody. Right. Everybody can, is welcome. Everybody needs this. But right mm-hmm. now, who needed is my shepherds because they're tired. Right. They have nowhere to go to. And, and, I, and I love ministering to women. So when I, when I speak to you and I see it, that you have a ministry, I'm excited to see another yeah. woman, you know, have a vision that God has called her to. And she's mm-hmm. walking in purpose. I'm very encouraged because we're all heading the same direction. Right. And when we leave this earth, our legacy is what's remaining. So if I'm fighting to take all your... So that's not going to help because it's not about me. It's about God. So mm-hmm. that's, why, that's why I'm so big about having a support system and talking about support system because for me, that's important to see as a leader right. that you need to have that support system. For sure. And, to, and for people to be able to be transparent with you and for you to be able to be transparent with them. Yeah. The not always going to be peach imperfect. If you need help, you got to speak up that you need help. Mm-hmm. You can't everything. You can't be cooking for an event um running to go get balloons running to go get decorations, trying to fix the mic trying to set up the stage all at the same time you're only one person it's okay to ask for help like you know and hopefully you have a team where you can have people help you but yeah i just feel like transparency is the main thing as a leader as well like yeah. you know, all battle things and then also to have a congregation or followers that understand that you are also human, that they're not going to bash you if you say you're battling with this. They're not going to bash you if you say that, you know, you're coming against certain things or whatever the case may be, but they're going to love on you and help you be able to move forward as well. Wow. Yeah, that's so true. So it's like, I'm glad that we had this conversation because I'm thinking we're like so, so similar in the same path that God has for that same vision. Yeah. I'm just glad for whatever ministry that you're going to, that you're, you're, whatever direction that you're going in, in your ministry, you know, and I'm just so excited to see what God is going to be doing in your life, you know, it's, it's really exciting, so I don't have anything else to add, if you have any closing remarks, you can. I just say be encouraged, stay encouraged, and remain faithful to God no matter what, so if God gave you a vision, accomplish that vision, even if everybody falls off always remain faithful because if God calls you to it, then he's going to ask you to accomplish it. And God is not a guy where he changes his mind. Whatever you heard him say to you, accomplish it. You know, sometimes families won't understand. Sometimes your mate won't understand. Sometimes the circle around you won't understand. But as long as you heard God say, do whatever he asked you to do, be faithful to that. Hold on to that because he asked you to do it for a reason. So whether you don't see it making an impact now Sometimes people don't see what God called them to do until nine years down the line, but you have to remain consistent. So on that ninth year, it's actually, you know, makes the the greater impact that God called you to do. Mm -hmm. So it's like, no matter what comes at you, especially with all the leaders that we have in the world, be faithful. Like I heard T.D. Jakes say one time to a group of leaders, he said, we're all lions. We all work for the kingdom of God. We're all out here in a safari trying to, you know, help with all the other animals. We're all leaders. But I'm over here in this safari, you're over there in that safari. You know, all of us are in different directions. 
but we all are here for the same purpose. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Girl, I thank you for like, joining me. You know, I'm just glad. Thank so, you for having Yeah. Love you, girl. Love you too. Have a great day and be safe out there. You too. All right. enjoyed this conversation I had with Katora today and it was such a wonderful time just to talk with her and hear her heart for God and what I took away from our time was that God wants us to remain faithful even when things around us are falling apart we need to shift our perspective and remain faithful to God because what he promises he will accomplish and this is the central theme that I took away from our time and one thing that she talked about was about asking God for peace and asking God to be that peace for others and that is such a wonderful thing to ask God for because in these times we do need his peace and other people who don't know him the way we do they would find that peace through us so we're asking God that we would be a reflection of him so if he fills us with peace then we can be a reflection of his peace to others the last thing that I want to like just go into is how she says that we should look ourselves in the mirror and truly deal with the challenges that we are facing head on. So in order for us to be that peace that God has imparted in us, we need to deal with what we're challenging with and have him transform our perspective and shift our perspective to see things the way he sees things and we will be able to be that reflection to others. So as we come towards the end of our time together, I want to challenge you to take some time and reflect on what was just said today. I want you to just take a moment and pause and ask God what he's speaking to you. So as he speaks it to you, Write it down. I am big on writing what God has to tell us. In the Bible, it says in Habakkuk, to write the vision, make it plain, so those who can see it can run with it. So that's the same thing when God is speaking to you. He is sharing his vision with you. So you write it down and write down plainly the way he tells you to. So when you go back and read it, you can run and do what he has called you to do. So my first question to you that I want you to think about is, how can you shift your perspective to see things the way God sees them? So just ask God, how can you shift what what you're seeing to see things the way he sees things. 
The next question I want to ask you is, what are some ways you can use the peace of God that he's giving you to be at peace in your life and to be the peace to others? And as you think about these things, I want you to ask God to reveal his next step to you. I'm all big about writing things down, as I told you. And one thing you can do is on a sheet of paper, you can draw glasses on a paper, whether you print it out or whether you just draw it yourself. And I want you to write down on those glasses things that God is showing you. And that you would look at it through his eyes so that you would not you would cleanse your lens and you would just see it as God see it, not as you see it. And lastly, I want you to lean into your support system that you will be able to seek for advice. Share this with someone else. Share your perspective with someone that you trust, that you guys can be able to grow together. Now, if you don't have that support system or you're looking for that support system, I would like to invite you to the Rose of Alpha Omega community. We have several opportunities where you are able to connect with others and share what God has spoken to you. Now, coming up this weekend, we have our Coffee God and Chill Basically, you get your glass of whatever drink that you like to drink, coffee, tea, or whatever it is, and we meet together and we just share what God has been speaking to us over the month. We connect with each other. It's a safe community of women that meets across the United States, and we just grow together in our walk with God. And just grow deeper and be renewed. Secondly, we also have our balance conference coming up. And I would love to invite you to this time. It will be a time of renewal. It will be a time to reset your soul. Join us this summer as we host our fourth annual balance conference. This year's virtual is not in person because of COVID-19. But we're not going to allow it to take away from God resetting, refreshing, and renewing our soul. So I hope you're able to join us. Register at roseofalphaomega.org. And please take a moment to subscribe to our channel. And before we close, I would encourage you to always remember my sister, speak life over every area of your life. Have a blessed day.